Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast episode 50. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast, uncovering the secrets of effortless social media marketing for your business. And here is your host, Teresa Heath-Waring. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How on earth are you? Can you believe we're in February already? I've got to stop saying this for two reasons. One, I feel so old when I talk about how time flies and things going really quick. But two, It's one of those things where um, if you tell yourself something enough, it will start to happen or believe or whatever. So if I constantly tell myself, oh, the time's going so fast, haven't got enough time, then that's exactly what's going to happen. So I'm going to try not to say that anymore because I don't think it's good for me to think about how fast things are going. And who wants to wish their life away, hey? So If you remember back about four-ish weeks ago, I did an episode, episode 46, where I talked all about my 10 predictions for marketing for this year and things that I think you should think about doing or start doing or just be aware of because I think they're going to be getting bigger this year as we go on. And one of the things which obviously was not a surprise is the fact that marketing is becoming more and more personal. We are having the ability now to connect with people on lots of different levels for starters. So lots of platforms out there where we can connect with people, but also that we are getting to understand them more and the technology to track what they do and what they like is greater than ever before. And therefore we can send them really direct marketing messages, which has got to be a good thing for everybody. Personally, for me as a consumer, I don't want my time wasted with stuff I'm not interested with. So I'm more than happy for you to promote your product or service to me if I think or if it's going to be of use to me. So I don't mind that at all. And obviously, from a marketing point of view, I love the ability that we now have to understand more about our audience and to really kind of 
take hold of that part where we can directly target them with things that they want to get from us and things that they want to hear about. So personally, I am more than happy with that side of my prediction that I think that that's going to get bigger and better. So today, what I wanted to talk about was how you can make those connections more personal, more meaningful on a more sort of granular level, if you like. So more feeling almost not one-to-one, but you know what I mean, in a world that is so very heavily digital. So obviously, pretty much everything I do, unless I do in-person consulting and training, which obviously there's only so much of my time that I could do that, and obviously it comes at a higher cost, but pretty much everything else I do then is online. So, you know, you can listen to my podcast or go and download things or take part in a course or whatever. So, How in a digital world do we try and make those connections feel as personal and meaningful as possible? So today I have come up with five great ideas in how you can do that in your business to ensure that you are building that amazing community who are loving you and want to work with you and are basically ready and waiting the next time you say, hey, I've got this amazing thing for you. And also, how can you make them feel valued and wanted, which they totally should be. And I know my community is totally valued because without you listening, without people wanting me to help them, I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't have the life I have. So I am so very grateful. So this podcast episode is showing you how we can really appreciate those people more. So my five tips. The first thing I'm going to talk about is understanding them more. And I know sometimes people get a bit sick of this bit like, how much do we need to know our customers? Well, do you know what? A lot. Because there is always something we can find out about them. There's always a little detail that actually suddenly you think, oh, well, that's what you're struggling with. That's what I can help you with. That's how I can amend my product or service. So one of the things I'm going to mention here is doing things like surveys, questionnaires, polls, And I'm not meaning like spend hours putting together some long, arduous questionnaire that about three people are going to fill in. I mean, asking them two, three questions that will just give you an insight to their world or give you a little bit more information so you can then target them a little bit better and not waste their time. Now, I've been working with the lovely guys at Response Suite and I've been putting together my own survey and I'm going to do a whole episode about this where I explain to you what I've done and how I've done it and what results I've got. And obviously I'm waiting to see the results and get them all together for you. So this is something that I am working super hard on because if I know more about you, then I can make sure I'm giving you what you need. So things like that are really useful. And even things like putting a poll in Twitter or Facebook, when was the last time you did that? I have to say, I don't do as many as I should do. It's like it with everything. There's always something where you think, oh, I haven't done that for ages. But definitely think about asking them those questions, getting to know them some more. Not only will it help you, but also people want to be listened to. And as a consumer, I feel valued when someone says, I want to know something or can you help me? And in most cases, I happily fill in a questionnaire, provide feedback, give them a review because I want them to get better. And I do it whether it's a positive or negative experience. So actually, I'm always really keen to give positive reviews because I think sometimes we're really quick to go, this is where you can improve, but we're not so great to go, actually, this was brilliant. Thank you very much. So, but anyway, I've sidetracked a little bit, but definitely kind of one from a, it gives you more information, but two, it makes them hurt, makes them feel heard and valued. 
So therefore your connection with them is going to be getting deeper. And then with amazing technology like using Response Suite, those answers can be immediately integrated in something like Infusionsoft, which is what I use. And therefore, imagine you getting an email from me and me putting in there something that you've answered or me being able to say, hey, as a social media manager, because you've told me you're a social media manager in one of my surveys, it's just a bit more of a personal connection. You're not just a hi, first name, or whatever it is they put in their email, you're actually putting in some real information about that person. So that person is starting to get a real feel that you understand them. And that's what you want. You don't, as a consumer, you don't want to feel that you're part of this massive marketing machine that is literally just churning and chucking data out there at you, whether you want it or not. So use some of this amazing technology, use things like Response Suite, use Infusionsoft, or, you know, ClickFunnels or whatever it might be, to get these different platforms to talk to each other so that you can better understand your customer, but then prove to your customer you understand them. Tip number two, connect with them in all areas. So one of the things I used to do, especially in the earlier days, I guess, is if I would go and meet someone, I would then come back to the office and I would go and find them on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, and I would start to connect in other places. Because again, imagine if you send me a DM in Instagram and then suddenly you see that I followed you on LinkedIn or something. It just makes you feel more like, oh, you care. You've actually gone to the effort to go and find me on another platform to understand me more, to connect with me, to get to know me. And you've actually gone and made that connection and that request. So I would definitely think about when you have a connection with someone on one platform, that you potentially go and look if they're somewhere else, especially if this is a contact that you really want to make a big, strong connection with. So for instance, if you are a big online business and you've got lots of followers, that might not be possible. So you might just want to pick the people who are part of your membership or have bought your product or are in your Facebook group or whatever it might be. So definitely think about going to connect with them in other places. You be the proactive one. It's not that hard. Granted, it might take a bit of time, but if you've only got, you know, if you're starting off and you've got sort of 10, 15 people in a Facebook group or a handful of coaching people or whatever, then absolutely go and make sure that you're reaching out to them in the various places. And you'll be amazed because there there are different platforms I use for different things. So for instance, I am much more honest and visual, if you like, it's not that I'm not honest, by the way, on my other platforms, but I'm much more kind of visual. There I am on Instagram most days. And I might go on really quickly and go, oh, this has just happened or this is just whatever. That kind of rawness, whereas I might not do that on Twitter. And I definitely don't do it on Facebook just because I don't use the platforms like that. So actually going and seeing them in a different platform, you can suddenly start to see a different side of them or a different thing that they do. So absolutely go and connect one. A really simple one, slightly time consuming, but definitely worth it for those people that you really want to make a connection with. Okay, number three, and I love this one, make a personal video to them. Now, again, I'm not necessarily saying everybody you're connected with, you're going to send them a video. However, if you are trying to really connect with some people, if someone has purchased from you, if someone's signed up for your event, if someone's come into your membership, then absolutely go to the effort of doing some kind of 
personal two camera something. So there's an app that you can get that will definitely do this for you. So an app that I recommend is called Bonjoro. I will link to all these things in the show notes. But you can use Bonjoro to send a personal video to someone if they've just joined your membership, for instance. And you can also get it, I'm fairly sure, now I could be making this up, so I hope I've got this right, but I'm fairly sure that you can also get it to automate in the sense, in fact, I'm positive this is the case, that when someone physically does something, you can get it to ping and it pings to Bonjoro and Bonjoro sends you a message to say, because it's an app, to say, you need to do this video for this person. So obviously it doesn't do the video because the whole point is you record it personally for each person, but obviously it gives you that notification that you need to do it. So that's a really good one as well, because imagine if you've just signed up for a course with someone or you've just joined someone's membership and then suddenly within 24 hours, they've sent you a video saying, hey, Teresa, thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited. If you need anything, just let me know or whatever it is you might want to do. The same with an event, the same with if you're doing a webinar, maybe. You know what's really interesting is people get really hung up on the fact of numbers. They get really hung up on uh, how many people have you got signed up for a webinar, how many people have you got in your membership. And people genuinely feel that if it's not hundreds and hundreds that you failed. Well, do you know what? If you've, say, got, I don't know, you're doing a webinar and you get 30 people signed up, how more likely are those 30 people to come to the webinar live if you have sent them a personal video that says, hi, please come and join me on my webinar. I can't wait to see you there. I've got great information or whatever it might be. Honestly, I'd be kind of blown away and I'd feel really like, oh, I'm going to have to turn up to that webinar now. So I think, think less about I want the millions. Don't get me wrong. Wouldn't that be amazing? And I'm not sat here saying I wouldn't want millions, but love the people that you are with right now. Love the people that you're looking after and then they will grow and they will tell other people. Also, when you do get to the larger numbers, then you might need to sporadically pick people or you might need to put some more automation in place. So definitely think about ways in which you can connect with those people and make those people feel valued. And video, personal video, you on screen saying, hi, Teresa, obviously, or whatever the name is, that is a great way of doing it. Now, Bonjoro is a great app, but you could also just send them a DM in Instagram and record yourself. You could also do a Twitter video. I know Madeline Sklar and I talked about this on her episode, which was episode 41. I'll link to that as well. Um, we talked about having a video sent to you via Twitter and how effective that is. So definitely think about doing some of that more personal interaction. Okay, number four, really simple again. It's like I'm giving you some like fairly simple bits, but actually we forget these things sometimes and they're so important. Number four is make sure you respond and have a conversation to everybody that interacts with you. Now, for me, that's like number one on my list, really. It should have been first because it's the most basic and it's the most important. If someone interacts with me, now I'm going to sit here and say I always reply and someone is going to go, you never replied to me that time. But I promise you, unless somehow I've missed it, which we're all human and sometimes we do, there's my like caveat just in case. But I can pretty much guarantee you that's the first thing I do. If someone has gone to the effort of sending me a direct message where they're talking to me about something, I will always go to the effort to message them back. The same if you send me a tweet, if you comment on one of my posts, I will always respond. Now, sometimes it might take me a day or two, 
but I definitely always respond because I am so very grateful for the fact that people are interacting with me and wanting to talk to me. So make sure if anybody's doing that, you really do go to the effort in order to respond back. And don't just respond back with a thumbs up or a thanks. I always try and use a number of words when I respond back. I try and pick up on something someone said because I want to show them that I genuinely care and I'm genuinely thankful for them making the effort to come and connect with me. So make sure you respond. And then also make sure you do the proactive work where you're going and looking at what they're posting and you're talking to them. So it's not just, okay, I'll wait for you to speak to me and then I'll respond, but also look at what they're doing and go and be proactive towards them. Again, in episode 39, it was Tyler J. McCall talked about how you should be engaging more on Instagram than you're posting and talking about going and having those conversations with people. So for me, that's a really crucial one and a really, really easy, simple one to do. Set yourself 10 minutes a day where you're going to search on a particular hashtag, look at particular accounts, and you're going to comment and say something to them. Really good one. Okay, last but by no means least, number five. Now, this is old school, but I love it. Send them something in the post. You're all sat there like, what? Physically post something? Are you insane, Teresa? No, I'm not. I love receiving stuff in the post. I can't tell you how excited I get. I mean, I am the Amazon Prime queen. I do love an Amazon Prime delivery, but... When I get something unexpected or someone sends me something, honestly, it's such an amazing marketing tool. So for instance, let me give you some examples. I've had some great ones. So I signed up to James Wedmore's Business by Design and he sent me some stuff in the post. Brownies, in fact, it was. Now, bearing in mind it's coming from the States, um, but this is a company that specifically does this sort of thing. So again, automated, they obviously must send them a list or something must ping to this company that says, this person's joined, please send them. And they get a letter and they get some brownies. And that's awesome. Brilliant. Thank you. Then I signed up to go to his event and I received a box with a, what was in it again? So it was a um, a gold ticket for the events. So that was cool. It was some cards that are like motivational cards. There was a USB stick, but a very fancy looking one with some presentations on there of other events and a letter again that kind of just said, can't wait to welcome you. But you know what it does? It does two things. One, it properly stands out. Like if they sent me an email with those things, which they could have done potentially, they could have allowed me to download the cards or watch the videos online. If they sent me an email, it wouldn't have resonated. Or, and potentially I would have missed it at all, you know, because you're getting so many emails in, it's a noisy world we live in. When it arrives in my office, on my desk as a physical box, there's no missing that. The other thing it does is it makes great social media. So of course, what was the first thing I did? I took a photo of it and I put it on Insta stories. How amazing is this? I've just received this. I'm so looking forward to the event, which again, from the events point of view from James's point of view is a great marketing tool because I'm promoting him and his event out to everybody that follows me because he sent me this thing in the post. Now, granted, the things that he's sending through, they're not the cheapest things in the world, but his is high ticket stuff. So he's going to send through big physical things. However, there are companies, and I'm going to link up to one in the show notes because this is so cool. 
there are companies that will actually handwrite a card for you. So there's one that's in the States that it's a machine that does it, that actually has a pen and the machine writes the card. So you know how like if you get a card and it's printed and you can see it's a printed message on it. Well, this actually pushes the pen into the card. How cool is this? Um, and I've, I'm going to put up one from the UK and one from the States. So these two companies that do this, and you can, again, send them your list. You can send them the content and the message that you want on your card. And you can also, as well, tell them what style handwriting you want. So cool. And it's not that I'm trying to cheat people and say, let's pretend you've written this card. But again, just the fact that you've gone to the extra effort to not only find a card company, physically send a card, but you've chosen one that looks like that it's been handwritten. So it has gone to a bit more effort. It's going to cost a little bit more money. But again, who's to say that if you've got 15 people in your membership or in your group or whatever, write them a card, like physically buy 15 cards and write them a personal note to each one saying thank you, send it out to them. Because again, I would be stoked if I got anything in the post, I, one, pay very much more attention to it than if it came in email or, you know, on a Facebook group or whatever it was. But also it makes great content because you're sharing it and encourage people to share it, encourage people to post a picture and tag you in it when they get these things. The other things I've received are things like I had a really cool um, hoodie. Like, it's hilarious. There's a couple of people that I know who said I could never imagine you wearing a hoodie. I love it. Now, okay, I don't wear it out to a meeting, but when I'm sat in my office, I do love it. But I received a hoodie from Thinkific. And again, like when I've signed up things and I get something in the post, whether it just be a card or whether it be like some sweets or whatever it is, it's not so much the thing. But it's more about the fact that they've gone to the physical effort to put something in the post to you. So I love this idea. I think it's a great one. And I really think you should think about what could you send someone? What could you get if you were going to sign up to this? Now, obviously, bear in mind your cost points. So high-end ticket, you can afford to go a little bit higher on the thing you're going to send them. Obviously, if it's not a very expensive thing that they're buying, then you might just want to go with a card, a note or something like that. So definitely have a think about it, because like I said, I think this is a great idea from two points of view, the marketing and the feel that you get when you receive these things. So so anyway, I really hope this has been useful. It's been a nice little kind of quick one with some quick ideas for you. But I really want you to try and make those connections more meaningful online. I really want you to reach out to people, start conversations with them. I swear that I have friends now that I have only met online, as in I met them originally online and now we obviously meet in person, but that we keep that connection going online or that I speak to prior to an event online. And then when I get to the event, I meet them in person. It's so, so good to be able to connect with people and you don't know where it's going to take you. You don't know who you're going to meet, how they're going to help you, what it's going to do for you or whether they're going to become a customer or not. So definitely make the time and effort to reach out, reach out to me, come and say hello because I'd love to hear from you. Now, next week we're back to interviews and I've got another good one coming for you. So I can't wait to share that with you then. But until then, have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Marketing Made Simple podcast with Teresa Heath Waring from TeresaHeathWaring.com. 